Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Podcast. I know you missed this last week. <laughs> Why that voice sounds so creepy? I know, I was like, I, I'm like, Ooh. what are nah, you just fucking around, guys. Really, just fucking around. Um, yeah, guys, I know you missed this last week. Um, we just wanted, you know, take a little break, a little R&R, you know. You know what they say, all work and no play you know? makes... Whatever, yeah, but yeah, we, you know, we took some time off, but we back this week, guys. You know, we back with our what? <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> well then, you I know, see we back, we ready, episode forty-four. <laughs> Ignore and her. I don't know bootleg air horn. I don't know. I don't know what she might from. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Nushki now. Wait, I feel we do the ban on Nushka. No sound effects on the podcast. <laughs> like, until, until we get that upgrade and can um, yeah. have real sound effects. Yeah, I'm like, a be here. Nah, every no, episode. No. You have between, your phone. Look up that sound effect and play it from your between phone. Between me and Adani, we'll be here. Live and direct. <laughs> God help when me. When I get shot, Adani. Oh my God. More fire. <laughs> oh, you black. Are you in Portland? Don't be making gunshots out there so you get shot. Alright? Try and cool out there. Um, so, guys, what's, what's, what's cracking? What's been going on? You know, we've been gone for a while. I know that the, the internet has probably missed us. You know, the people probably in shock. What happened? No podcast. They probably looked at the apps and were freaking out. I hope they were freaking out. Shoot. Right? Checks my phone, nobody messaged me, but you know. That's true, nobody did message me. Maybe <laughs> Then like... again, no one ever messages me shit about the podcast. Okay? Uh, it's yeah. only the two of you. <laughs> it's only the two of you only message. No one messages me You're anything. Because like unapproachable. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> also, I don't really think much many people know I do a podcast, so yeah, even in your Twitter bio, <laughs> is it? It's in my Twitter bio. I I, I might have put that there. <laughs> He's Foot? going on check. <laughs> yeah, I need to check. Oh wow, that that is in my Twitter bio. Yeah. So um, but anyway, um, what's what's going on, guys? What what's been cracking? You know, um, I, I see th- the Leah drama never ends. Hmm. <laughs> on this app, Leah, they like Game of Thrones right now. Like, yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, who's going to die? What's going to happen? Like, who's going to get burnt? Wait, so, um, so, wait, so each of the islands are like the the um the seven the seven kingdoms. Seven kingdoms. Um, so basically, remember Leah did like a five, maybe six million, you know, to bail themselves after the financial woes and whatnot. Well. On Wednesday, May 22nd, Liat lost an appeal to a former employee. And basically, they are now forced to pay this former employee $1.5 million in damages. I wish I was looking for Liat now. Well, no, not what the, now, how did you get hurt? What happened to you that you have to sue Liat for 1.5 million? Did you fall down climbing into the plane? I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 1.5 mil? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's, do you do you know what happened? That's money. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Sorry, sorry. Apparently, he was he claims he was fired because of his age. Sorry, oh. that, that's the thing. Yeah. Apparently, oh. he was 71 years old oh. when he was dismissed oh. on oh. June 4th, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I have a problem with yeah. Liat don't have a retirement age. Right? Like, so, somebody didn't write that in the like standard operating During procedure. During his 47 like. years with was the company. What was he? 
ground oper- manager of ground operations. 71 year old pilot. 47 yeah, I don't get on that plane. <laughs> um, I mean, I would be worried if he was a bag handler of a pilot. <laughs> Now y'all, y'all are gonna get the bad rap for being those millennials who make fun of older that ages. <laughs> oh, hey, no, I, I have grandparents, chocolate. right? Um, I would be worried if my grandfather was operating a plane at seventy-one years old, um, driving. Okay, a plane. He was he was ground what ground, ground operations? Yes, okay, that's okay. Operations. Yeah, that's okay. He can only like make another plane crash into another so plane. He worked for forty-seven years 47. and he moved from ticket agent to manager of ground operations. Good for him. So he wasn't even necessarily out there, you know, Good with stuff. the little yellow sticks flagging the planes, you know. Okay. Left, so he had a prominent left. position. I guess. Yeah. That's how he get the one point five. Well shit <laughs> Seventy one little pill. So yes, basically head ahead ahead ahead. Here's my question now. Is it that it's so hard in the Caribbean that you hit 71 and you can't really think about retiring because you just have to think about like trying to make that income so you can survive? Or is it that he loved his job so much he just didn't want to retire? Yeah, think about that. <laughs> think about that. Mm. I think he just didn't want to retire. Mm. I, I know, I know. you know what they say, like, like when you're older and you're working, like you don't even age, mm. like like a lot of older oh, people you know, to stop just, working you... and doing their their um um well, what they usually do their their daily routine because like it keeps them feeling young. Right, all you know it was that say, job was like the fountain of you people. But Missy, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hair, hair, hairline in the article. Evidence of Cherubin's emotional pain and suffering Ooh. following his termination mm-hmm. was sufficient that the court cannot find the jury's verdict was seriously erroneous as against the clear weight of the evidence. Damn. Who's his lawyer? I don't know, but apparently during the trial it had been de- disclosed that four years before he was fired. Liat had offered employees over the age of 62, including mm-hmm. him, a retirement package in exchange for their voluntary resignations. And his supervisors had urged him to take the package, the mm-hmm. offer, telling him that he was over the typical retirement age. But he continued to work. So, I don't know. I mean, I can see... Uh, let me not say anything. Let's say I get flamed because already hey. I'm secretly ageist and oh. you know I'm of the opinion that once you retire, you shouldn't necessarily be allowed to Damn, vote. Then so, apparently, I'm all the is here, you know, ageist, racist, sexist, uh, misogynist, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Some, I'm waiting for someone to come out and say that, you know. Just, let's just call you controversial. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um... So, in other news, by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, we will be waiting to see where um, Golden State and the versus the Raptors go in the series, or how far it goes. We'll know just how petty Drake is. <laughs> it's interesting because the it's starts in Toronto. Honestly, that level of pettiness, Does I can't really? even I thought be it mad. started in... Um, no, but Toronto. Brand, um, Toronto had a better record that with one more win over yeah. Golden State. Mm-hmm. Even though Golden State was the top team in the in the um, West, <laughs> I can't even be mad at that level of pettiness. Like, I I like it. It brings some excitement to the game of basketball. Well, even yeah. I think it was um, really nice seeing all of the videos of like Toronto just like wilding out, right? Like, I can't wait to see Drake running on the sidelines, like, oh, trash-talking Steph Curry. <laughs> like, he's not even on the court, and he's trash-talking him. I like, I need Drake to show free. up with drop that shirt. I need to show up with that t-shirt with Aisha Curry and Kawhi Leonard on it. Yeah, those That's I need to show up with. You know? So Just I'm get in the heads, like... <laughs> and- Boy, that can backfire, you know. Next thing, Steph drop, a, Steph drop a, like a 40 on, on the game. Like, oh, you have my wife on you. <laughs> um, <but> Danny, whether <laughs> he showed up in it or not, I think Steph is going to drop 40. I tell you <laughs> right now, goal is hitting four. Hey, all right. <laughs> I think I think it's going to be 4-1. Um, 
they, 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 yeah, they don't have no game seven in this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're about to, they about to break Kawhi ankles out of his little New Balance Ooh. sneakers. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, new balance! No, oh, you didn't bring up new balance. <laughs> I, I'm going to be so ready for this. It's going to be amazing. Um. So, what else in the news? I don't know. You'll tell me. I, I, oh, um. Apparently, Delta is planning to return to Guyana. Delta I think, Airlines. guys, we need to watch Guyana and maybe see if we can get somebody come on and talk about this whole like. I think we could talk about Guyana. He's also be the guy and he's re- correspondent for us. My Guyanese. <laughs> right? <laughs> From Guyana. Right? She's supposed to be the guy and he's correspondent for us, you know. Uh, a fun fact my Guyanese passport has expired. Burn that, so... man. Burn it. Burn it, man. You're not doing the job. Uh, Shit, man. I was waiting for Danny to be like, You have a Guyanese passport? Yeah, Danny, this girl is ready to like bounce at any moment. Like, she's going to passports. leave me. One day I go come home and my house will just be empty. And she worried. No, well, with the oil boom coming, right? Like that's potentially another reason why they get some more flights and stuff. Yeah. Ah. So everybody huh? For gentrification. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, for white people to come down there and open oil companies. <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's basically what's happening already, right? So it's like it's not only I think even if you have to think of how oil the oil and gas industry is just in Texas, there's like the oil and gas companies and there are all the companies that support yeah. those companies. I mean, I can't hate on the white people. They have oil and gas money to open oil and gas companies. Yeah. If I had oil and gas money, you know. I'll open an oil and gas company. I agree. Shoot. Oil and gas would be a thing for me. Should we open up a, a, a Patreon for this podcast? Oil and gas would be oil and gas would be so cheap for me. I'd go to the gas station, I'd fill my car up, and then pull the nozzle out and spray gas on the floor. Wow. And that's how much money I would be wasting. If I that's not a bad money. idea. <laughs> What's not a bad idea? A Patreon. Right? <laughs> guys, would you guys would you support us if we open the Patreon? Would you all, you know? would you all give us oil and gas money? Yeah. I'm not even talking about wind and oil and gas money. I just talking about gas money to fill my car. Dog, you know that bro here. Like, calm down. <laughs> Every <Shit>. cent counts. <laughs> Remember, no, but really, words. yeah. I mean, That's a Patreon would be a would be a good thing. And one, and honestly, all you do is just buy, you know. Stuff for the podcast, you know, maybe upgrade our equipment, better sound quality. Also, give people you a couple who have, sound effects. If you're listening and you have reached out to us about sponsorship, you are still on our mind. Yeah, we're still thinking about master plan. Yeah, we're working it out. We haven't forgotten you. You know, you there on the list. All right, so put a put a put Danny, what are you talking about? This I could just put a Nushka on me. Oh shit, I can't um, do that. We have one mic. Son of a bitch. One mic. You see, if you're supporters on Patreon, we'll have two mics. And then I can mute a Nushka when she makes annoying sounds that y'all don't like. See? Mm-hmm. It's for your viewing. It's for your listening pleasure, Missy. I try and make it more enjoyable for y'all. I'd be really sad if we did a poll to find out who's their favorite person on the podcast and I'm last. <laughs> I mean, why would you be sad? The people have spoken. Yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> you asked, they answered. If you didn't yeah. want to know the answer, do ask the question. What you need to be asking yourself is, how do I get to number one? That's well, that's all. I want Not you to know why are you last. Number one, you probably can't beat them. <laughs> I know it's probably me, so. Wow. <laughs> e- Solid number two. It's not my fault. I'm just really likable and unapproachable at the same time. And and it depends on how far last you are, you know. If number right? one and two are like, you know, 40%, 38%, and you just there in your 10%. <laughs> like, 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 even like 10%, I like, do try. Just... <laughs> in fact, resign from the podcast on the podcast. Like, wow. hey, guys, okay. I'm moving to background. I'll just be yeah. marketing I'll and be, whatnot. I'll be producing. I'll be the producer. <laughs> Keep winning and Danny on script. Yeah. It'll just be JPJ, like, JPJ. change the podcast name too. <laughs> them, them Caribbean fellas. Yeah. The fellas <laughs> from the islands. <laughs> just kidding. So, Missy, what are we talking about this week? 
we are talking about you know just being a creative in the caribbean okay okay so hold on hold on how we are treated you know Um, what is a creative yeah i was going to ask because you say about being a creative and how we treated but who should consider themselves a creative or who do we consider a creative because somebody may say we are creative so having our podcast mm-hmm. which i mean when i think about it yeah it's true we created something so i guess we are creatives there but i mean there are other people who may consider them, themselves creatives and we may not necessarily consider themselves creative so school me who, uh, personally who in my honest and personal opinion <laughs> His opinion is, not is it funny yeah. that he said personally and all I heard was personally? personally, personally. You see why I need to mute that microphone? You see why I need to mute that microphone? No, but I consider a creative to be people outside of the normal um, degrees and people who um, invest their time in artistic works that are not necessarily quantified by you know stuff that you learned in school okay so okay. if you are a painter if you are a drawer if you are a, a craftsman with wood craftsman with um pipe a musician so if you're a pipe player good <laughs> pipe player you, arti- okay yeah if you if you laying down the pipe in an artistic way you know like to to music and so that i've been a, i've been a, a creative all my life Hey, all right. (laughs) The the other thing I'm thinking right now in my head is that song, How Much Pieces of Pipe You Want. (laughs) (laughs) And you can just cast it on track, Missy. I am on track, just on my track. You see, on pipe, pipe you said on my pipe. (laughs) Pipe track. (laughs) (laughs) On the pipe track. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, I thought you were saying that, Daddy. But head up, okay, so. But what about these people that are like marketers and whatnot? I'm talking about like... Freya Woods. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not <laughs> Freya Woods. No, I mean, I want to know if you consider those people creatives because technically they're doing stuff that's... And I'm talking like internet marketers. Eh? They're doing stuff that's kind of outside of the norm. And, you know, they're trying to find creative ways, I guess, to push products to us so do we do we call them creatives as well i think i think so yeah i think they're on the edge of what i would consider creatives because they have to they have to come up with innovative ways to get people to buy products so whether they do an ad or a skit or well for me you make a point there and it's not the on the edge i think what it is they they merging the tools they merging like you know the the norm with the creative, the creative artistic side to, you know, give us something there. Anushka, speak on this. I mean, you're the resident marketer, you know. <clears throat> Are you creative? <clears throat> hmm. So, <laughs> I feel like when you speak of the topic of creatives okay, or okay. creativity, there's a spectrum, Right. Where mm, yes, you, agreed. Where you have the groups of people who uh, participate and live through well-known creative mediums, right? Photography, videography, modeling, acting, music. film, music, okay. etc. Right? Those are, I think, the quote-unquote traditional creatives right but i feel like creativity is something that everybody uses right so even um like you guys you know when you've had to code or solve problems or whatever you use i mean i was cast with the code you know exactly right you use use creativity there so with with even that being said with how things have changed and um especially with the internet how we're able to learn things more pick up more skills have you know access to more things than we have before you also have this middle develop where 
a Danny may be a technical person, but also is a photographer, right? Where okay. he isn't solely, you know, identified as a photographer and that's his like whole life bread and butter, but he also does this. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, or like- people who are YouTubers on, you know, in addition to their regular jobs, you know, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So you have this whole kind of middle emerge where there are more people being classified as creatives, even if that's not what they live and breathe every single day. And there's no problem in that, right? Yeah, no, no, no problem at all. Nobody um, hitting on that. Yeah. So I think, you know, if we have to think of, quote unquote, the history of the Caribbean, right? And even just like the world, right? The struggling artist, right? Is a term or is something that is prevalent across countries across the world, yeah. right? Because it has always, in a lot of places, been difficult for creatives to find that avenue and outlet to take their creative work and actually like make a sustainable business or get people yeah. to support um, and and you know kind of give it what it's due. I think that's still a problem in the Caribbean when it comes to funding and access and resources for those primary um, creatives. I say funding, yes, but when you say access, because for me, access to the creative, I don't think access to the creative is no longer a problem with the with this day of the an age of the internet, Instagram and whatnot, where. A photographer can go and take a picture and showcase the picture on Instagram and get people to like it and, and whatnot. And yeah, that kind but of that's thing. still kind of within their, their own hands, right? It's also getting access and resources through other people who are like bigger than just your Instagram, you know, profile. There's yeah, a but, world but, outside of social media. We but cannot always say that's the solution. I'm not saying that's the solution, but I'm saying I think. No, I'm saying that is the solution. I'm saying Instagram and the internet is the solution to having to rely on people to get your work out there. Because now I don't have to rely on you. Now it's on me. I can push my work as much as I want. I can sure. make the website. I can flood the Facebook Facebook with multiple ads sure. and get people to click my stuff. I can enter these photo contests online and win and then I get known around the yes. world and that kind of thing. Yes, but I think... While I agree with you on all of that there, right? It's still like social media is also still so crowded right now. So it requires but even listen, more creativity from this. I did not say to, just social media. I'm saying social media is an aspect. I'm talking about the internet on a whole. Okay. The but in, still. The internet my on point, a whole. My point, I think, is still relevant to that. Right? Because yeah, social media is crowded and whatnot. You go on Instagram and it's crowded. You may say you go on Instagram to look at, at maybe some landscape photos, but you see five landscape photos and like ten pictures of girls twerking and whatnot, <laughs> and then you never see a landscape photo. But in that case, if you want, you can avoid that altogether and then go to actual websites dedicated to nothing but photography but and discover photographers. Here's the other thing, right? Which I don't know, Danny, if you want to say something before this, right? Mm-hmm. We have no problem in liking the art as a culture, right? But a lot of the times we do not want to pay for the art or pay for the consumption of the art as a culture. Well, that yeah, is... Yeah, we, we love the art. We oh, love yes. to consume the that art. That has always been a thing. But yeah. time to give the art fair representation and fair um, payment. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. That's when we don't consider the art as important as other things like... Uh, a mechanic, yeah. a plumber. What you you're know, saying there, oh, you just always... you just taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, no, but what you're saying there has always been a thing, and it'll always be a thing. It has always been a thing to the point that people we've known, to, like in the past, people have stolen art. Mm-hmm. All these priceless pieces of art that get stolen, moved around, and whatnot, is because people didn't feel the need to pay for it. So I don't know how we can get people to pay for the art, but I feel like you can at least we get in the exposure. That's... For the art, for the art now, because okay, Anushka, you do your face, yeah, and I, I see how you can say uh, exposure is only so much, but when you have like somebody who, let me, ju- I just use a a, a a broad example, um, well, not I won't say a broad example, but I'll use somebody like Peter McKinnon, Danny, mm-hmm. who 
just show up on YouTube, decided he's taking on YouTube full time, blow up on YouTube, and now it looked like because of him blowing up on YouTube and what he's done, well, not only YouTube, but I mean, he had done stuff before, but I think YouTube is really a big driving factor now that he's getting flown out random places by people to do work. Mm -hmm. And he was able to freeze content, get like what, 2 million followers in a year? In a year. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying, like, it's an easy thing anybody can do it, but, I mean, that should be a goal to aspire to and think, like, yo, maybe I can pull off something like that, like, use my exposure in that kind of a way. I I agree with you. It's definitely a a tool and an outlet, but I don't think it's the the sole solution. For some people, yes, but for every, you know, they're still... I, I just don't want us to downplay the struggles that are still associated no, no, no. with that, Not downplay that life. the struggle. Because you, you it's know, hard again you could have <laughs> you could have all of the thousands you could start getting all of the thousands of followers, but how does that translate to dollars and cents at the end of the Well day? that's the thing. It goes to how you use these followers. And and, and that's why I think yeah. I'm not saying they don't have a struggle because it's a struggle. Uh, all out. Mm-hmm. But you could do like I've seen some photographers, you know what they do now? They sell fo- they sell photography courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have how so many things, and they say, "Oh, this is my this is my series on how to take photos yeah. with one flash." Right, and people are buying that stuff, yeah. like me. Yeah, how to take photos like me, how to edit like me, and they're mm-hmm. selling their um, exactly they're selling the Lightroom presets right. and this kind of thing. So you just have to find ways to. So I, the, the I thing think... I will say though is that um, overseas compared to the Caribbean. The, it's a lot easier to break out into that market. Like people are a lot more willing to pay somebody a thousand dollars to come and take pictures in their restaurant. Yeah, so, somebody so, um, two two grand to yeah. do pictures for their website. Pay somebody seven hundred dollars or whatever the price may be to do a jig for their their ad. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Caribbean, it's like you see, I said, just do that for me. You see, I said, what? Right, yeah. I can take pictures with my phone. so that's what i was gonna say right because they've been as i kind of mentioned earlier with the spectrum there's now this influx of creators in the market right um you know from hobbyists to you know people who are full-time professionals to the people who are saying they're full-time professionals and are actually you know pretty amateur right um and I think that's where you get the people saying, "Isia, you can't do that for fifty dollars or for free, you know?" Because blah well, blah blah. And I think the other the other part of it is so that's one thing, right? You're yeah. going to touch on. The other thing is um is the fact of people like making it through Instagram and this YouTube and social media profiles. Is that setting a good or bad expectation or example for um, for others? Like yeah. Um I I'll get to those points, but mm-hmm. y'all made a comment about you know it's harder for them, it's easier and whatnot for them to make it outside of the Caribbean, somebody pay them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Is it that we at a point where or we at a point where we should stop saying we Caribbean creatives and just say we creatives and target everywhere outside I, of just the Caribbean? I think so. Because okay. um even if you're looking at just being a wedding photographer, right? Mm-hmm. You like your market can literally be fully outside of the Caribbean island. Even though you lived in St. Lucia, Barbados, Grenada, wherever, your target audience could be totally devoid of your, your native mm-hmm. island. Like you could only target people that come to your island on vacation to get married. So yeah. I think limiting yourself to just your island and just your region might have um, harmful effects on your your business and your creativity going forward. Okay, now to what you were saying, Anushka. Um, the first part I agree with what you were saying, and it was me and Adani. We were having this conversation a while back, I think. It was me, Adani, and someone else having this conversation because you were saying about people saying, "Oh, guys, just do that for me for fifty dollars or free. I don't want to pay for somebody's work." And I and I agree. It's the same thing. It's the same way I feel about web development in the Caribbean. Everybody claims to be a web developer now. So people are charging dirt cheap 
and setting their expectations for what somebody can get mm-hmm. for a website really low. They think like they should be able to come and pay a thousand dollars and get the best website built ever when really and truly it's it's not that you setting up people with a bad habit and making them feel that this is what you get for that when it really is the quality of work you're supposed to be getting is worth a lot more right those 500 dollars websites most of the time those people pay 500 dollars and they have to pay somebody else to come back, come back and, and fix, fix the 500 dollars website because it's not done how they want it it doesn't work exactly properly or when you go on mobile and looking in a different way it's working different on an ipad and whatnot and that's something they could have avoided if they had just paid a full proper price in the beginning and gotten quality work done was it um you and I that were having a discussion about the plumber? The plumber charging X dollars an hour. Oh no, yeah, it was me. Yeah, I I was telling you, you about the just... plumber. Um, <laughs> um, a, a, it was a story I read somewhere. Basically, a lady called the plumber, and the plumber came to her house, and he walked up to whatever it was. He took out his wrench and he banged on the pipe, and put his tools away and handed her the invoice and the invoice was for something like seven hundred dollars so she was like how you can charge me seven hundred dollars for that you didn't even spend an hour all you was coming you just look at the pipe and bang on it and basically he gave her a breakdown of basically like he put something like six hundred and something dollars for his how many years of being a plumber and knowing which pipe and where to bang on the pipe and a dollar and something cents for for banging on the pipe. That was his breakdown, basically. That's what he was saying. So it was. It, it's like you paying somebody. It's not necessarily you paying them for doing the task. You paying them for the knowledge to do the task correctly the first time around. Mm-hmm. So we have to. I guess we have to. We in the Caribbean have to get in the habit of knowing that. We're not paying somebody for doing the task. We're paying them for doing it, knowing how to do it and doing it the right way the first time. Well, and I think another part of that, especially when you think of like traditional like arts and, you know, stuff like that, or even like videography, photography, etc. Um, um, even like film, right? Like people, a lot of the times want to put the value on the end product. They don't want to put the value on, on the, the process. process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it's a person's time so I mean even just you know from a marketing standpoint as well right even like the process of having to think of a strategy right before you even get to doing things like creative revisions approvals build right yeah same thing for when y'all you know do photography right y'all go and y'all meet with a client you know sometimes initially and do an initial consultation you do whatever planning and stuff you based try and on scoop out the area and yeah. poses and whatever how you're gonna have to direct them it's then the actual day of the shoot and then the post-processing time of the editing and stuff like that. Like, people just want to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay you $50 for five pictures. But it's not, it's yeah. not, what does it, how many hours of work and time and knowledge and exactly. expertise does it take to get you those five pictures, right? Um, exactly. And, and I, they have to, not even calculating your ancillary costs, just getting to the location. Exactly. Like, wear and tear on your vehicle, gas. Or sometimes you're forced to go and rent a piece of equipment because maybe you don't yeah. have the one that they need. Mm-hmm. So they want you to take a certain type of picture. You don't have the lens that you need for that, so you have to go and rent it and whatnot. It's all those things that come into play. Yep, very true. So do y'all think then, like, having more people have more access to those things right do you think that builds an appreciation for the process so and creative work or it yes. diminishes it it builds, let me tell you why i think it's it's good and bad but it's more good than bad uh-huh. and the reason why i say that is yes we may say it's flooded if people everybody say they're doing this and that and whatnot but all it takes is somebody to get burnt by an amateur photographer or amateur videographer or amateur somebody wants to realize that hey next time i need to go to the proper professional and pay the right amount and get this done right the first time that's all it taking eh? mm-hmm. and yeah it may suck but it also another good side is that the amateur person learns as well mm-hmm. in the end 
he'll get them to step the game up too and whatnot. I so, think there's something I, I retweeted, um, I think. It was something along the lines of, you cannot put a price tag on your peace of mind. Yeah. Right? And it's really like when you're paying to get a job done, like if you want it done and you don't want to, and you want to have your peace of mind. Imagine you went and you paid a first time photographer to do our wedding. Yes, sir. You'd be, be shitting be bricks on the day of our wedding. Out. I was even freaking out with the, the decent photographer that we had, okay. right? <laughs> like waiting for, waiting for the things coming back. Like I was waking up in the middle of the night, like after the wedding, like hoping my things were going to come out good. Like, well, but sweats. your thing came out well. But imagine it. Oh not, my God, I would lose it. Exactly. So that's some people have to realize. You sometimes maybe you just need that peace of mind. Pay, it may sound to you like it's a high price, but in reality it's, it's, it's the cost of your peace of mind knowing that you get a, a quality product in the end. It's like when um it's like when you know they have these lawsuits like we were speaking about earlier where they charge for what your emotional emotional distress, yeah emotional yeah. Your, you know that kind of thing. All so, of that involved. So Helat, what do y'all say for creatives that have to deal with friends now? Friends and family. Because you know friends and family, they want to support you and push you and say, yeah, go and do it. But they never really want to pay. They always want the friends and family discount or they want you to do it for free and whatnot. How, how do we feel about that? Um, Depends on the friend or family. Like, I at times will do stuff for friends and family. um, Because, you know, they're close family or they're like, hey, I can't pay you right now. But uh, I have a pressure washer of this, so like do that for me, and I can pressure wash your stuff for you, okay. or I can uh, help you with this, so I can help you with that, so I can, you know, like it's a it's a trade, like it's not a just come and do this for me because you're my family member, mm-hmm. like a trade. Now there are other family members that are just like here, come and do this for free, and depending on who they are, like you know, if it's like an older aunt or uncle, you know, that used to check for you, then you know, or, or your mom or your dad, like you know, you're not going to charge them yeah, yeah but for the most part like it's like well if you like really my family then you'll have no problem paying for this no I, but, I, but I, I would still give you a discount but like you would come to me and say hey how much for that and i'll tell you well family i will give you this discount because you're family not I, hey come and do this for me for free and Danny, i agree to some extent like i believe there's some family that yeah they should probably pay even if it's a discount thing, like I give you a discount, that kind of thing. But don't come with the expectation that, yo, I'm going to do it for free. Because at the end of the day, you have to remember, the creative, that person is a struggling artist there. Mm-hmm. All right? They're trying to make a living there. So while it may seem like, yeah, it's my family, you should be able to just do that for me. You have to remember, they have they have bills to pay. They have stuff to do and whatnot. I'm not saying everybody you're supposed to charge and whatnot. You know, like you say, your mother and father, you go charge them, you know, you... It's more here, daddy. They, they support you, you and them. whatnot. You, you, you owe them and whatnot. You know, you, you, you do that for nothing. But there are some people you charge. And then, like you say, sometimes you batter if some people you trade. You know? But it's like also, you know, like they have people who are chefs, right? And they, people will ask them to come do things, but they'll say, I'll get all the, all of the ingredients, you know, if you can just come. Like, that's a, it's where's to the me, that's a, that's, compromise. That's a, com- that's a good compromise. If you're telling me you buy all the ingredients, I have to do show up mm-hmm. and just, you know, boom, bam. It's like, like, a Daniel, like, someone tell you, hey, Daniel, I want you to come and take some photos for me. You know, we need equipment. I have a camera. I have a tripod. I have some lenses. Just come and help me out, you know. And maybe you don't even have to take many photos. Maybe just show me how to take a couple of the photos and whatnot, and I'll figure out the rest. I f- you don't feel that's like a good compromise there, kind of thing? Um, yes and no. Because, um, like, like that might be a, a compromise for one time only, but I find in my experience... No, 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 that I, all the time thing. Yeah, yeah, all yeah time. a lot of time people do that, and then they'll try and, like, get you to... Like, they're like, what happened? I really like how you take photos, you know? And then they will get their own equipment and then they'll like, hey, come across, teach me how to do this. And then before you know it, they they competing with you and they like, you know, like, yeah, boy. Yeah, my it's like you're talking to... about five and boy yeah. like visuals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't give me your money. Give me my, give me your money. You know, he taught me everything, you know, and then some. I, I know a little bit more. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean. Cause sometimes, cause, uh, if the person is like a good enough friend, like you know, we is we, 
like even something like hey i go buy you lunch hey yeah, i go yeah. pay for your gas yeah like even things like that like you know you can deal with like like i know you're starting a business you may not have the money to really give me right now but um like hey here's, here's what i can do to show you that i value your time and your effort and your your stuff so yeah, let me see. i have a question for you that, that one maybe you may say that's controversial well how do you all feel about fight down amongst the creators Ooh. Ooh, I, I think like it's something that's go- always going to happen but um i think like it could be limited um but because we're in such a small pool and a lot of us operate in that small pool a lot of us try and you know feel like like instead of trying to up your your work and your value you feel like it's easier to fight somebody down and bring this to- down yeah yeah because like instead of being like mm, okay, so let me try and branch out into that branch out into this let me improve on that let me bolster my prices get some deals mm, nah it's easier to just tell the client okay, so you see, me, me just start, yeah. yeah me just start taking pictures and then you don't own the camera yeah <laughs> Made, made have somebody editing and somebody else editing for him. Made, made, SD cards always mashing up. You always yeah. the pictures. It made camera only five hundred dollars. Mine two grand. You know all all kind of stuff like that. Like you <laughs> know, or or made made casting, made made car paint, made car draw. <laughs> I think the other thing is like there's always gonna be competition. Yeah, but you it, just have not, to. It should be healthy competition. Yeah, right. I was going to say, there's always going to be competition. You just have to make sure you're above the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, hold yourself above the bullshit, right? Like, there's always going to be something going on. Like, don't mind what's going on, you know? Do you and do what you know to be true for you. Like, we can't even apply to this, the context with this podcast, Right. We started this podcast almost a year ago. Shade a little. <laughs> and we should about to throw some shade message. No, I'm not. <laughs> above the bullshit. Yourself. Above the bullshit. Uh, okay, okay. No, no, no. But it's going to be like, what? In in like two or three weeks, it's going to be a year since we started this yeah. podcast, right? Yeah, that's so true. It's for and, a while, guys. And then when we started it, there weren't that many people yeah. in this niche for Caribbean type podcast right of all different themes and whatnot right but we've seen in the past year an explosion of all kinds of podcasts um in this like genre or niche but Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily watch anything i don't right i don't right you'll just you'll see new things come up you'll see new people and players emerge but you know you just kind of, you you do what you do, how you know to do it. And I think what you may end up doing or and that may work better for you that a lot of people don't think about is how collaboration benefits you more than competition. Well, um, right? mm-hmm. to what you're saying about other podcasts coming up, and it's not to say like we think we're above anybody. So no, I no, say, no, no. No, like when that. I say like I don't listen or pay attention, it's part of the thing for me. I have this, you see, in this thing, this podcasting thing, I don't want to necessarily consume too many other podcasts Similar. for fear I start biting somebody else's style mm. and subconsciously try to start make start to make my podcast like somebody else's podcast mm-hmm. because okay. that can happen yeah okay you may so not even like notice it playing your creative it. palette yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. can smell just that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may not even notice you doing it so you may think like oh that person did that and let me just try it once you do it once and the next thing you know that's all you're doing mm-hmm. And then you forgot where you started and what why? you liked about and your why? podcast. Yeah. yeah. So another favorite quote of mine: "Comparison is the thief of joy." Okay, okay. Look at you for the quotes. Deep, deep, very deep. Thank you. Yeah, I like. How did you I like... come up with that? If all that type on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> there are quotes flowing through the pipes. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I think that um, competition is healthy, right? It helps everybody step up their game. But oftentimes in the Caribbean, 
especially competition is a lot of copycat mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that's what's happening in the um in the podcast space or any other space but oftentimes like for instance right somebody will open a uh, we spoke about this previously somebody open a car wash and somebody see they're doing well somebody will open the exact same type of car wash five um five meters down the road call it something else offer maybe one thing different maybe lower their price by one or two dollars and then they'll they'll say okay yeah let's let's compete like, I can't hate on that. And, and the reason why I can't hate on that, perfect example, just walk down the bread aisle in oh the supermarket. Oh my God, I knew you were going to say that. I can't hate on that though. Because if people, if people had to, you know, think like, yo, I don't necessarily want to copy something. They would only have one type of bread, you know. No, but different people make their bread differently, eh, right? So that's that's different. Like somebody didn't open a bakery and somebody say, well, boy, make real making money for a bakery, eh? Like people are just like, People like bread. Yeah, I want to make bread. Yeah. bread, yeah. But yeah. but they have a certain like kind of. Um, you, are you saying like when the intention is not because I truly want to provide the service, exactly. but because I see uh, somebody else okay, doing okay. it, I exactly. so I'm gonna exactly. do it. Too. Yeah. Okay. It's not because I'm a good chef or I like to make bread or I like. Oh, to that's cook. your passion. Yeah, that's maybe. my passion, okay. right? And I just doing it because that's my passion, and it so happened that that's both our passions. Okay. I doing it because I see you making our money. And ACA, that looking so easy, I can do it too. Uh, or I see you, I see you doing something, and like ACA, guys, I can do that better than you. You charging so much for that? That's so simple for me to do myself. So I think even that even may stem out of a lack of those people exercising their creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, I have a question for you. Um, where do y'all stand on? I guess creatives, Shane ideas and te- like and te- okay techniques and whatnot and let me give you an example like, let's say um me and adani are in photography we both went into photography i noticed adani have a, a style that i kind of like and i don't necessarily want to mimic it all the way but i ask adani little things like yo how you know how I get how you feel i should what i should do to get my my colors more more popping and more vibrant and that kind of thing do you feel photography people like creators should hold this stuff, you know, close to the chest and not share it and whatnot? Or do you feel like they should be openly like, you know, sharing like, yeah, you can do that? Because, hella, I feel like, yeah, they can share, but to an extent. I don't think go out and give somebody your secret sauce, mm-hmm. you know? But you can give a little tip, you know, like, yeah, you know, well, you know, you can try, maybe take the picture from that angle or, you know, Maybe maybe approach sing the song that way instead of you know hit that. But even that like way. even if you show them or not, it's even if it's and even if it's somebody is close to you or not, somebody is probably going to try and rip off something you yeah, did. Somebody anyway. always shine. Right? Like I mean yeah. one of the places that you see that most prevalent is in the world of fashion, right? Yeah. Right? Like I I even remember there was this girl um who was going to college the same time as me and was like um, a fashion design major and she's a YouTuber and she posted a, a top or something that she did that had like the mesh it was like the mesh thing and kind of like a pasty stuff and that was before that was really on the market like that like literally within a few weeks she saw like something looking exactly like her design like out there in the mass market and then wow. all you have to do is see it one place and then another place and then yeah, another place yeah. and um what is it even that like is it a Chinese counterfeit market and stuff <laughs> like <laughs> people don't even bother taking them now. <laughs> but, but the thing is like you just have to change they just have to be I think it's four or five things that yeah. are different on the item so that it's not like um Yeah, but Adani, but Adani, we know about that Chinese clone market. I mean, even in, in the world of photography, Technology. look at the young newer out here making clones of the Canon lenses, the prime lenses, the cheap lenses. And they work just as well. So it's yeah, so things. I think it's it's invariably like gonna happen, but it's like I think you have to be smart about what you can protect and not protect. Okay. Both from uh what information I divulge and then what are my legal protections in 
in the matter because i think a lot of people just go out into that world and don't necessarily explore you know what are well, my i my see rights. a lot of creatives and especially photographers i see a lot of them exercising the their the rights now because i see a bunch of photographers have been suing celebrities when they repost pictures mm-hmm. without the permission mm-hmm. yeah or not and without crediting them and without crediting right. them and whatnot so I, you know one of the things i've been watching at least from a caribbean standpoint uh, and I, that's why i don't know if we lack so or whatnot is you see this caribbean t-shirt slash fashion like market <laughs> very saturated it's super saturated and it's like a doggy dog will out there like one person has a shit one day and then like a few you know everybody has uh, yeah there's a variation a variation of whatever that was on that person's shit yeah so like i've seen a lot of the af um shirts like so it's like does the creator the originator do they just like like, is there any credit like are they mad are they super salty in the background i I don't know right and then (laughs) I, and I am not educated well enough as to like what's, you know, what's accurate and like right here, you know, um, especially when, I don't know, maybe a lot of the shit's on that creative. It's really just text on a, you know, like simple text on a fighting with fighting no 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 <laughs> I, y'all know what I i'm know. saying it's not like designed yeah. like yeah, you could go up the street and you know yeah, no, no. I, I get what you're saying yeah. and i think the other thing that gets me like a little nervous there is um like if i know when people have to start using song lyrics on t-shirts Right, because I think in this market, people just like doing what they, you know, doing what they want. And I don't know that yeah. like the creatives are necessarily going to come for people because, oh, we're lo- we're this big, loving, one Caribbean. No, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. If know? I create something, I go in at your fruits. If you're um, out there making money of my thing. Then... But the, the thing is, like <laughs> a lot of people realize and I and I've learned watching other people, right? Sometimes... If you are big enough, just you going after somebody else that's way smaller than you can give them the the traction that they need to continue. It's a sent to backfire. Yeah, like you let me, oh, you so big. Why are you going after a little person? Yeah, like like that's why Nike doesn't even really bother, like you know, try and like fight the Chinese knockoffs, like. Mm-hmm. If you want a Nike, you will get a Nike. And Nike has more than enough sales to back yeah. up that. Well, and that, I think, that, uh, I think but... there are levels to it, right? And I think it's, you know, there's one thing when it's words. There's another thing when it's artistry. So, yeah. for instance, we had a friend back in St. Lucia who does art and designs. And he just does them out of, like, his, you know, creativeness or whatever. And... um he drew something for independence or, or je ne or something and somebody took downloaded his picture from facebook and went and was doing iron on t-shirts of wow. his design and selling wow. them my goodness <laughs> my right word. wow so you know he's you know even for him it's like first of all <laughs> right you didn't you, you didn't just download my picture and say, okay, let me put that as a wallpaper on my thing. Or, oh, I really like that, you know? Da, da, da. You, like, try to make money off of my design and capitalizing that as your own. It's not like you made one shit for yourself and it's not like you asked, you know, for permission. And even the way that it was done, it was, like, iron-on, like, T-shirt design, right? So it even, like... Was messing with the integrity of, of the, his, yeah, his, his, his work. Piece, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you have all kinds of things that, that will, you know, happen, happen in this video. I need to, I, I, I think maybe a listener knows, but I want to get a better understanding of copyright laws in the Caribbean. And, and I, they, they exist. Maybe not as stringent as the US, but they exist. Because yeah. I remember I was talking to a copy, but somebody, not even a copyright lawyer, because like we don't even have the direct kind of designations for our lawyer. Like you, you are a lawyer, and that's it. <laughs> like, like you know, you're not like a, a, a patent lawyer or corporate lawyer. Um, like you're just a lawyer. I know but, a patent. Um, I actually know a patent lawyer in Lucia. <laughs> oh, well, then yeah. yeah. 
So, my, 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 she, she but the, the <laughs> thing a lot of people have to battle with is that the legal system, and yeah, that's for yeah. another podcast, is so tied up that by the time you pay and then have your court case heard, uh, like you might be years down the road, you see, and like, your payout might not even be that be substantial. Yeah, and that's the messed up thing. Imagine like you take a photo of daddy, and you look at the photo and you're like, yo, that photo is amazing. You edit it, and you're about to put your watermark on it. You say, you know what? The watermark will take away from the brilliance of the photo. I'm not going to put it up there. You put your photo out there, and somebody steal your photo and start saying, that's this, and they put a watermark on it. Now you vex. <laughs> and they're taking things and putting it in their Facebook cover. Oh, my God. <sighs> it's... Making postcards. Ooh. Trying to sell to the tourists. Imagine I don't see... even know <laughs> Imagine like, you see Using your photo. <laughs> have you seen um, the guys who sell to tourists and all of them have the same beads and the same um, cricket made out of um, right. coconut leaf? <laughs> and then there's this one guy who's special and he's this brown. He's like, oh, okay, you're different. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think... But I think all, a lot of that would... If people in the Caribbean were giving creators their just due, like, a lot of that would be, um, like, a lot of that would be stopped. So, like, if you were like, hey, like, this photographer is good, um, and, like, okay, so people would be like, hmm, all right, I'm not going to really copy that person thing before, like, because they, they have their own fan base, they have their own customer base, so they're not going to work. But people are like, hmm, I can just get that from somebody else, man. That person will pay me. But that person making that much money, I can make that too. <laughs> but that's why I tell you, I think we need to stop saying Caribbean creatives and just call ourselves creatives and move outside of that space. Just branch out. There are things like, well, you let can me go stop. Etsy and sell your, your art. Yes, but True. Let, me, let, me stop. <laughs> let, let me stop you there. I think it is important to have Caribbean creatives because without um, Caribbean creatives... We do not have people telling the Caribbean story, right? I I think it might be two different things we say in here, yes, right? But I just want to be clear in that representing from a Caribbean space and marketing to a Caribbean audience are two different things. Is that is that the two different things we, we say in here? I am saying you can keep representing the Caribbean. Right, and like telling the Caribbean yes. story, producing Caribbean art with that yes. look and feel. And but what whatever, I am saying is broaden your broaden your eyes. Yes. yes, because I don't know if you all have seen this Trevor Noah episode, but art made by us, and I'm talking specifically African diaspora, mm. people from Africa, people from the Caribbean, it goes for a lot overseas. Like yep. museums okay. have turned of art from Africa and the Caribbean stuff they didn't even pay for themselves. But exactly. that if somebody were to buy it from that museum or buy it from that collection, mm-hmm. you'd have to pay a fortune for. So there is a market for our stuff, but we fighting we fighting each other. Battles, yeah. yeah. We fighting each other in a bowl of rice when we should be fighting on a sandy beach. <laughs> and honey, I just decided to go on Etsy just to look around. Somebody sent a photograph for twenty eight dollars. Yeah, and even stuff like um, not not Etsy, but like five hundred pics. There's so many stock photo websites and all these things. Uh, eight that, by twelve like, eh, for twenty eight dollars. I want you to know that. Don't think it's a big picture. Pull out yourself. It's eight by twelve. Come so <laughs> yeah, we need to give um just you and parents like that. <laughs> when the when your child when your child comes to you and says, "I want to be an artist," don't yeah. be like, "Uh, not in this house." <laughs> Yeah, and I think um, I think that's what, something. Yeah, we need to touch on for sure. I think what's happening now is how things have changed. I feel like there more opportunities for career paths in like creative spaces, right? I think even um, even if you don't go down the like, oh, I want to be a like artist thing or or whatnot, even mm-hmm. just playing video games right like look at how they have been spin-off creative careers right that have been mm-hmm. off of video games people making but i still consider this creative though people that on twitch 
Those, those right. are hundred percent yeah. creatives. You know, yeah, definitely just creative. Any kind of them play YouTube, them sitting there playing video games. Of... That's them producing a show. Exactly. They have to entertain exactly. the chat and keep the people right. there. People donating. Mm-hmm. I watching people on Twitch, and I feel like sitting there and people donating hundreds of dollars a minute. Yeah. Like let me say something very controversial. Let me say something very controversial that I believe strongly, and I have been thinking about for the past two to three years. And this may come off a kind of way, but you can fight me about it on social media. In the next 10 to 20 years, many of our regular jobs will be automated. And the only thing people will pay for is creative things that you cannot generate with code and a a robot and a a computer. Danny, I want to agree (laughs) with you. But then we have things like Google and these people creating AI that making fo- photographs of people, and you can't even yeah, but, tell it's AI generated. But, that's, that's what but I still feel people don't want that authenticity, authenticity of it being from a human. Like that'll be something special, like you know, like a vintage car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like a vintage yeah, car. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, or just something that a computer cannot imagine, you know. I think that's, you know, the the space you play in. I don't know that it's two, 20 to 30 years. I think we're definitely going in that direction. But as the Caribbean, we've always been slower, right? I want to agree with you, but the the techie in me and just seeing the rate at which tech is evolving... Just just being a nerd here for a moment, bear with me. Going through school, computer science, one thing we always learn, they always keep preaching to us, a Turing complete computer. And given enough time, a computer can solve any problem. We get into a point where processes are getting so much more complex and so much more faster that a problem that would take a year to solve gets solved in a month. So let's... You see in Google giving us these things where... People, they're telling the, the Google Assistant to call and make appointments. And the thing is calling a hair salon and making an appointment. Right. And the person on the other end is none the wiser than they're talking to mm-hmm. a robot. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, I want to say, yeah, you know, well, we pay for the creative stuff. It'll get to a point where even the creative stuff, so, this AI is going to be invading and doing. So let's play in the space. If that is the reality that we live in. And we don't have to do anything. Computers take care of everything for us. What are the things that we will choose to do? My argument is the things that we'll choose to do... Is what we enjoy. Is what we enjoy. And it will still be creating, right? It's going to be creating something, right? Even if it's creating experiences, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Throwing parties and stuff like that, right? Even if, um, even if, we'll just fit a, even if a computer can create food for us, some people just want to do that for themselves. They yeah. want to, you know, have that experience, right? So it may be less about what is produced at the end, but like missing or having the desire to go through the process your, your, yourself, right? Yeah. By the way, guys, I stream on Twitch. I come and watch me play video games while I play some sick music. So, yeah. Um, on that note. <laughs> what um, do y'all have to wrap up? Nah, I I, I feel the creatives but, are undervalued. Uh-huh. They need to be valued more. Are they starting to be valued more? I think they're starting to be valued more, especially with, with the age of the internet and YouTube and these and things and whatnot. And they can monetize in other ways yeah. than traditional forms. Oh, it's, it's so a interesting. It's long road, maybe, but... For me, it's so interesting to see what a young creative can do when they get a camera mm-hmm. and they're out here making little video skits and whatnot. So, you see in the quality of them edits mm-hmm. and it's almost like you're watching a movie on a big screen. So it's like, imagine what these people would do if they had those proper Hollywood equipment. Yeah. And so, like, so to that point, I feel like anybody who has children now or to like children coming up or whatever. Um, those type of liquidity side. You know, like, I feel like you should challenge your yes. children to create things and see how they can monetize the things yeah, that man. they create at a very young age, right? So, like, even shit like... Making slime. 
Yes, you in my head. Wow, 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 husband. <laughs> you have them young children on YouTube. Making They're slime making slime on, and on making YouTube, money. They have a little boy who making millions of just opening toys. Exactly. So let your children do that, right? Like, as millennial parents, right? Let your children do those things, yeah, even if you think it weird or crazy or whatever. Like even Better if Better than them being out there doing hood rat shit. Well, and even <laughs> you know that children are watching so much YouTube. They're like, welcome. They already like have the the thing. You see, my cousin, um, um, Ajay's daughter. That's like, hi everyone, welcome to my channel on her mom's Instagram, right? <laughs> <laughs> but give that child a YouTube and Honestly, she may like blow up and become cannot, an actress or something. I don't think this is something we should be stopping and stifling. We should also just let it go. Just when we fit capitalize on it, let the child enjoy it. Right. And, and you know, yeah. parents may say something about oh privacy, whatever, but that's what you're there for, right? To manage what that. they show and yeah. what they do. So Yeah. Um I think that's it, honestly. That's all I have. That's all I have. Adani. I don't know. I think her daddy may have disappeared for a bit. You know. Getting hydrated. Getting hydrated. Or maybe he's gotten a call. But either way, on that note, guys, it's been a, a good podcast. You know. I hope you guys have a good week. Uh, um, Give us your, tweet us your prediction for this Golden State Toronto Raptors, you know, NBA Finals, you know. Send us any messages on Instagram, Facebook. If y'all have, if any of y'all are creative, share work with us. Oh, yeah, we'd love to. We, yeah, we and, always down to see people work. And then, um, if y'all have any ideas for what other podcasts you guys want to see from us, hit us up in our DMs and let us know. Yeah, but it's been another episode. Caribbean Millennials, out. out.